This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. That girl was such a big term, like mm-hmm. my podcast that had that in the title always did well because I see that a lot as well with my content is sometimes there's a certain term or a word that really resonates with people. It was interesting how you were like, let's change this maybe because that girl is great for virality and you know for getting that message out there but maybe we can make some tweaks of our own this woman puts in the work even when no one is watching Mm. which kind of talks about you know a lot of the that girl trend is like filming it putting on tiktok which i do i do take reels and tiktoks every day but i think putting in that work even when no one is watching really means like you're going after it and can sometimes mean more when you're not like showcasing it to the world Hey, Hannah. What's up? Welcome to 8020. Hey, Lily. Thanks so much for having me back on the show and now in person. Yes, this is crazy. It's wild that we've been we've been friends in the online space for as long as I can remember. Like, yeah. I, I don't even really remember like what initiated it, but we've known of each other and worked together for a very long time. I just remember you were still on YouTube at the time, so it's been that long. <laughs> Yeah, so like high school maybe? Yeah, I think it was high school. when we were in high school probably. That's cra- and this is the first time we've ever met in person. Yeah. It's wild. And I've I just like loved like cheering you on and like seeing all the cool things that you've been doing online. Oh my goodness. Well, same to you. I listen to your podcast every week, twice a week, whenever it comes out. And yeah, I'm your biggest fan as well. So I, I love that we're able to do this. I'm so happy to do this. We're going to talk about so many cool things today. Um, but for anyone who doesn't know you... 
go ahead and give a little intro. Who okay. are you? So I'm Hannah Ashton. I am a content creator and founder. I got my start on YouTube very young. I was one of those young girls trying to act like a beauty guru when I was in middle school and just fell in love with the act of content creation, connecting online with like-minded women and grew my YouTube channel throughout high school. I kind of found my niche of the time management, productivity, like self-improvement type of content. I shared, you know, how I had an interest in entrepreneurship along with trying to be a good student and have a personal and social life. And that really resonated. And so that kind of took off and I found that niche. I took that with me into college and college is where I studied entrepreneurship because I just knew that I had a love for businesses and women in business. And I went to Belmont University here in Nashville. And that's also when I started Dream Daily, which is my stationary brand. So we sell planners and journals that are aesthetic we love the aesthetics, but also effective and really help uh, the user understand how to manage their time, their schedule, and grow personally as well. So it's a little bit about me. And then I graduated in 2022, so um, we're around the same age. And I have been doing content creation and running my business dream daily full time since then. So you've been doing the entrepreneurial life before you probably even knew what it was. Yes, yes. I mean, I like was always the girl doing the lemonade stands, Love selling it. bracelets in school. Did you ever like sell silly bands? I didn't sell them, but I like made bracelets, like charm okay. bracelets and sold those. Love it. You were, as a little girl, like you just mentioned, entrepreneurial. Yeah. Did you always kind of have like the bug? Yes, I think I did. When people talk about that, I really resonate with having that spirit. My dad is an entrepreneur like my whole life. He's supported our family on his own business. And my mom's a creative. She was an artist, singer, dancer, actress. And so I feel like a few years ago I had this revelation. Actually, I think I was talking to someone on a podcast where it's like, oh, I'm the perfect mix of both my parents, like the business side with my dad and then the creative side with my mom. And so I grew up in a house that was very um, just encouraging in those lessons and always wanted me to try new things. And I think that also allowed me to start my YouTube channel at age 11. Like, you know, I'm really thankful my parents let me try, just try it out. So when you started it at 11 and you brought this idea to your parents, what did they say? Oh, I wish I could remember exactly. I'm sure they were so confused because this was in 2011. So YouTube was a fairly new like, platform. Did you watch Bethany Moda? Oh, yes. Like, and like, who else, who else was a beauty guru? Like, um, uh, Blair Fowler. Yes. Um, I'm thinking of one she did, same genre, like DIYs, Bath and Body Works, like candles. Yeah, all that like stuff. Lore DIY, yes. Alicia Marie, mm -hmm. all those girls. The OG YouTuber girls. I loved them. And so I wanted to be just like them at age no 11. No same, yeah. And so for one of my birthdays, I asked for like this pink HP mini laptop and just used the camcorder on that and started taking photos and videos with this laptop camcorder um, of my American Girl dolls. That was my first YouTube channel was about American Girl dolls, how to, you know, style them. I did stop motions with them. And then it kind of, as I matured and got older, it moved into beauty and then lifestyle. And here we are today. Nowadays, your main focus Focus is Dream Daily. That's my main focus outside of YouTube still. Like, because okay. YouTube's still my main thing. Okay. Um, it's kind of, I kind of split my time 50 50, depending on the week. Sometimes Dream Daily takes over, sometimes YouTube and content creation takes over. My end goal is for Dream Daily to be the main thing, kind of actually like 80 20, like 80%. Love it. Dream Daily business, and then 20% sharing my life online. Um, but right now it's about 50 50. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Dream Daily. So you created this planner 
in your freshman college tour? Yes. Okay, yes. tell me about it. So I got to college, really excited. I felt like I had this toolkit of, you know, time management, strategies, productivity. I was, I read a ton of like self-help, you know, atomic habits I read like in ninth grade. So yeah. I've always been someone super interested in that. And so I came to college ready to use my toolkit and it really did help me. Like freshman year of college, I was like, okay, I feel like I got the groove of this. You know, I have my routines in place. I have my planner I was using at the time. Um, but then I would get questions on my YouTube channel and in person from friends I'd meet at school being like, how do you do this? Like, how do you set up a morning routine so that you can have some time before your 8 a.m. class? And, you know, questions like that. And I realized that there also wasn't a planner on the market that saw me as more than just a student. Like, all the academic planners were like, okay, you're a student. Here's your day-to-day -day in school. Meanwhile, I was doing YouTube as a job and, you know, wanted to continue personal development and do all these extracurriculars. And so I wanted a place, which is, I ended up calling it the Dream Achieve Workbook, which was a planner a six-month undated planner and a goal-setting workbook in one. So it kind of guides the user through how to do all these things that I learned how to do in high school and was taking with me into college. And it was a cool product that I could share with my audience that they could follow along with my videos because I loved doing content about, you know, how to set up your routines, you know, take care of yourself, prioritize your wellness, well-being. But now I had a product that they could use as well to like really help them in their own lives. So it was partly for me and then also for my audience. And then I immediately, once I launched that in 2019, uh, the summer between my freshman and sophomore year. So I worked on it all freshman year, launched it before my sophomore year. And then I fell in love with having a product business. I don't know what it was, but it was just so for lack of better words, like tangible. I had a tangible product in front of me. I was able to work on it, to design it, to work on the websites. I just loved all the aspects. And so I decided I wanted to continue with adding products throughout college. It really helped that my major was entrepreneurship so I could use my classes um, with my business. Like in our classes, we'd have to work on a business and I could work on Dream Daily. Wait, that's so convenient. Yeah. Did you find that a lot of students had businesses in that major? I would say everyone had to have like even a fictionary business to work on, but maybe like 15% of the class to 20% had an actual business that was running, they were making money from, or That's that they planned so to launch. Cool. Yeah, it, that is I, so cool. I loved my program at uh, Belmont with entrepreneurship. I don't think, I think if I was in a different major, maybe I would, it wouldn't have resonated as much because I was making money from YouTube, you know, every every girl who started that YouTube channel young's like, should I drop out? Like, should I even go to school? Should I move to LA? Like, <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> everyone asks themselves that. And I think if it wasn't for that program and me getting to use my business in my classes, it made me uh, really excited to go to class, which is what college is supposed to be. So really thankful for that and just decided my senior year that I was going to hustle, put in the work that senior year to be able to do uh, both things full time and work for myself once I graduated. So you graduated and you already knew that you weren't going to get a nine to five. Right. I thought, you know what? I've been doing school and YouTube for years and years at this point, And I have this business that I'm really passionate about. I want to see where it can go. How did that feel? Like when you told your friends, like, I'm not going to get the nine to five or I'm not going to go to grad school. How did that feel like in your friend groups? Oh, I've never thought about it in that way. How did it feel? I think... I felt really blessed, honestly, because the job market, it's tough when you're coming right uh, out of school. And I saw a lot of friends struggle with that. And I was like, wow, OK, this is really great. Like I put in the work while I was in school to be able to have this for when I graduate. Um, but then it 
my feelings kind of shifted once I was actually out of school and my friends had moved away to different states, like across the country for their jobs. And I was working from home and living alone and I just felt very alone. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is not real. How am I making money from this? It was, it was kind of like surreal that it, I didn't have any structure, which mm-hmm. I had always thrived in a structure with, you know, making my schedules and everything like that. And so I thought I was really well equipped for going into this full time once I graduated. And then that summer after graduation, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is not good for my mental health. Like, I need to figure out what I'm doing here. So that kind of took me by surprise. OK, I want to go deeper into that because I think that a lot of girls and guys our age, I mean, I obviously talk to my girlfriends more about this. But the lack of structure after graduation, because you're put in school as a kid and you're like, okay, you know, school from seven to three and then soccer practice or swim practice or whatever it is. And then your mom makes you dinner and then you go to bed or you do your homework, then you go to bed. Yeah. And that's kind of our life. And then even college, like that's the structure, like go to class, then work out and then do your homework and then go to the dining hall and then go to bed. Like, exactly. That's the structure. So how did you cope with this? complete freedom like complete and utter freedom yeah because I was like oh I'm so good at time management but I was so good at that within a structure you know plugging in oh I can add in an hour of work in the morning and then at at lunch I'll do this and and so yeah when I had a completely open schedule no one telling me when to get up in the morning no one telling me what I need to do each day and then oh I have all these bills like I'm fully reliable on myself now as well like this is crazy um I freaked out for a bit and then I was like no Hannah this is (laughs) you can do this um and it took about a year to figure out kind of some habits and systems that actually work for me like one thing obviously having your morning And your night routine is like the caps to the beginning and the end of the day and having that be consistent because the middle of my day is never consistent. So having that consistency with my routines was a huge one. Um, This wasn't until about six months later, but getting a very small like office space that I could go to to get out of my studio apartment because, again, just like working and living in the same space it really affects your mental health after a while. I think a lot of people notice that during the COVID you know, pandemic when we had to work from home and do school from home. It's really nice to be able to separate those aspects of your life. Uh, so having a small space to work from and then making sure I'm making plans with people um, frequently. Like I would go days without interacting with another person and I was being super productive. I was filming a ton, editing a ton, but I just, I had never felt so lonely before in my life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is happening? Um, and so I made, you know, plans with friends weeks in advance and then, you know, would tweak them when the week would come just so I knew like, okay, tomorrow I'll see someone or um, I'm going home this weekend or my boyfriend will come up on the weekend. So I just need to see someone on Wednesday to like make it till then or something like that, uh, which I never thought I would be so meticulous about social plans because in college it just kind of happens like everyone's around. It's like, oh, it's, you know, free for all. But I feel like post-grad, you really have to be specific when you're making those plans because that allowed me to then structure my work around the social activities to make sure it was all good for my mental health. I so resonate with that, though. Like, I'll catch myself working from home, not going out to a coffee shop, not, like, leaving, you know, leaving my spaces, and then all of a sudden I'm like, why am I so sad? Yep. And then I look at the calendar, I'm like, oh, it's Thursday, and I haven't seen any friends this week. Yeah. And I've just been in my little bubble. And it is so true. I um, was reading Find Your People for the second time by Janine Allen. Have you read that book? I haven't, but I know you've talked about it a lot. It's really, really good. You should definitely read it. I think everybody should read that book. Um, But she's talking about how people thrive in community. And unless you actively place yourself in places that other people are going to be, it's so easy to hole up. 
yeah. and just like chill in your apartment because it's like you got your tv and like your food and like you know and like if you're anything like me and I, I know you are uh we will just like work and work and work until it's like okay maybe we should like actually like stop and go to lunch right <laughs> like I have such like a workaholic problem um and so I'll literally choose like working over spending time with a friend so it's important to have like like standing dates with friends I feel like exactly yeah put it into your calendar um I know I would feel guilty about taking a lunch break Mm -hmm. and I'm just Mm -hmm. like this is not not good um I think it was also the stress of working for myself full-time and like having those bills due and things and it all relying on me it was a lot of pressure and so if you're someone in college thinking like oh I have the means to maybe do it full-time post-grad Obviously, I'm still doing it two years later, and it's great, but just keep in mind those things, and maybe you want a job for your first year out of post-grad to help relieve some of that transitional stress. You know, if your friends are moving away, you're moving to a new city, and you're working by yourself for yourself full-time, it could be a lot of change at once, and so maybe just keep that in mind when you're making your post-grad decisions. Yeah, or even like I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and she was saying how she felt really lost in her new city because she just moved here for a job but it's a remote job in this city that she moved to so Mm. there's no office to go to but she moved there for the job and I'm like girl why would you move there for a job that's remote that you're not going to go into an office and then yeah it's like headquartered there but like nobody goes in the office so I'm like you literally moved without a single like solution to meeting people it's insane. Yeah. I love Nashville for that fact is, like I said, a lot of my friends moved away after college, which I wasn't expecting. And I was like back to square one. Was originally the plan for a lot of people to stay? Do you I think? don't know if it was the plan. We just didn't talk about it. Like okay. we, And also job offers come in, you know, the last few months of college. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, one of my friends moved to New York, one of them to L.A., one to Wisconsin, got married. Like it was just total life switch. And um, something I love about Nashville is I feel like it, everyone is really open. There's so many people moving here all the time. It's growing very quickly. But that means that also people are looking for friends. And so I've in the past two years really put myself out there and through Bible studies, through just friends of friends I now have uh, two neighbors in my apartment building that I see on a regular basis like these two girls are I love them so much and I'm like wait this is so cool like if I wasn't putting out the aura that like oh yeah I want to meet people I want to make friends like put in the time to go on a walk in the middle of the day or to go to coffee to meet someone if I wasn't putting in that work then I wouldn't have these new friends and so it does take a lot of effort and work but it's it's so worth it in the end (laughs) I agree that it's so worth it because I don't I personally have found the best like mental states that I've ever been in are when I'm surrounded by really good people me too I thought I was an introvert and then I lived alone and I said no I I need people I need to be around people more I was gonna ask you actually if you think that you're more introverted or extroverted yeah I always thought I was introverted because I do love my alone time but I think I'm definitely extroverted so much so I even this past summer when my lease was up on my studio, I said, I'm going to get a roommate again. I feel like I was taking a step backwards because everyone goes from living with roommates to living alone and stuff. And I was like, no, I lived alone. I hated it. That's okay. Um, I could still independent with still wanting to have someone, you know, to be around at the end of the day. Uh, so that was like another step that I took for having that social interaction. And, you know, you save money on rent. So it's great. <laughs> I almost think that like the whole living alone thing, like it, it's it feels like a good next step. But I think it's kind of a scam. 
I thought that I wanted to live alone for a while and then I, you know, moved in with my sister and now I'm like, how am I ever going to live without you? You yeah. know, how am I not, how am I going to not have you down the hall? I love that you have a sister you can live with. I wish. I wish I had a sister. It's, we <laughs> have, easier. like, my, I'm so grateful for my sisters. They're just, like, like my built-in best friends. Like, I don't know. You have a brother, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you, how far apart are you guys? We're three years. And we okay. are, like, best friends as well. Um, we're super close. But he just, he lives in Knoxville with the rest of my family. Okay. And, um. I would love for him to move to Nashville, but I don't think he will. But yeah, going back to living alone, I always thought I would love living alone. I was looking forward to it. And then it happened. And I'm like, "Mm, it's not all it's cracked up to be unless, you know, for some people, they love it. But just it doesn't have to be your next step. Like if you love being in your 20s, living with people, having someone to run to Trader Joe's with or just to, you know, stay in and watch a movie night. Like it's a built in person that you can always have around to do fun stuff with. And I feel like in your 20s, you might as well. Right. It's like we're supposed to be doing a ton of fun stuff. Did you watch the TV show Friends? Yes. I love it so much. And I loved just like how they they always were together and they always mm-hmm. like lived together, lived across the hall, like did everything together. And I try to kind of like model my life now off of that to some degree because I saw how they were in their 20s. They over the course of the show, like you're watching them build success. And I think that that's just like so cute and sweet. And they're like celebrating their successes together. And it's like so heartwarming. Right. It's so sweet. That's everyone's ideal. You know, I mean, it's so utopian to like live with all your best friends and right. um, have so much fun and go through life stages together. And so I know I love how you love that show. <laughs> it's the best. It's my fave. I want to talk a little bit about goal setting and organization, a little bit of journaling. Um, and as we sat down, you told me that you have a little bit of this woman goal setting strategies that you want to share yes you came prepared and I love that (laughs) so um I love this series that you started in January you've been doing um about you know that girl versus this woman and I really resonate with also the fact how you were like uh that girl was such a big term like Mm. my podcast that had that in the title always did well because I see that a lot as well with my content is sometimes there's a certain term or a word that really resonates with people. Um, this was years ago, but it was girl boss for a while. Like one of my most girl viral boss. videos yeah. had the like how to have a successful girl boss routine. I did that in high school. And but then over time that term maybe changes. And so now you know we kind of use it, I don't know, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> the term girl yeah. boss. So I just think it was interesting how you were like, let's change this maybe because that girl is great for virality and you know for getting that message out there but maybe we can make some tweaks of our own so I really liked that thank you um so yeah I was just thinking about this woman and the series you've been doing and how it applies to goal setting because a big part of that girl is improving your life and goal setting and so you can kind of tell me your thoughts on these as well okay let's hear it I'm so excited okay good the first one is this woman makes goals that align with what she actually wants and not what Pinterest says she wants oh I love it I love this one so much. And I feel like a lot of times when we're making our vision boards or just thinking of goals, um, we go to Pinterest, which I love. Mm -hmm. I would go on there every day. But I think a lot of times we see similar images because it shows you that same aesthetic over and over again. And then you think, oh, yeah, I do want this style of house or I do want this type of relationship or I want to start a business. And maybe deep down you actually don't or that may not be what you actually (laughs) want out of your life in the next five years. So I feel like just taking time. To really hone in on that, what you actually want. And I think this takes a lot of journaling, which I know you're a big fan of. 100%. And honestly, you know, I've been reflecting on this idea a lot in my own life. 
um, kind of, you know, what do I want as an individual versus what do the people around me want for me? And so kind of similar to Pinterest, like Pinterest is feeding you ideas, the algorithm's feeding you ideas, and so are the people around you. And so it's like, you know, is this my dream or is this my sister's dream? Or that influencer's dream that you see. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so I love that point. Okay, the next one is this woman puts in the work even when no one is watching, Mm. which kind of talks about, you know, a lot of the that girl trend is like filming it, putting on TikTok, which I do. I do (laughs) reels and TikToks every day. But I think putting in that work even when no one is watching really means like you're going after it and can sometimes mean more when you're not like showcasing it to the world. I so agree. When I stopped posting my morning routine, I felt like it just went so much deeper Mm. because I wasn't just picking up this, you know, book with a quote in it for show. Like I was actually instead picking up a devotion book or reading my Bible and journaling and actually doing things that mattered. And it literally changed my life and not posting about it on Instagram huge game changer not th- not not that you can't post about it but like don't do it because you get just to post, to post. About it. yeah yeah for sure yeah. and I've had to make that distinguishing point as well with showing like that's my job is to show morning routines and to show like my little vlogs and stuff um but I don't do that every day I do it maybe one day out of the week maybe every other week and so yeah those days when I'm completely disconnected from my phone I feel like they can just go so much deeper do you ever like film like a morning routine but like later in the day uh, I used to. Oh, yes. Like in YouTube. Prime in the days. prime YouTube days where it's like me getting out of bed. I'm like, it's actually 5 p.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you had to do it in the middle of the day when the lighting was the best. Yeah. Had makeup on, getting out of bed. Yeah. Now I 6 a.m. pick up the vlog camera and show my face. Yeah. So. But I feel like that like raw vulnerability, though, is what people want now. Yes. And we don't really want like the curated stuff. I do think, though, like, I mean, sometimes for me, if it's like a real and I got to like go back and film a part. And I'm like, oh, like the lighting will be better in the afternoon. Like, I'll just do that. Yeah. So it's so... I, it's all for show yeah it's all for social if I didn't have a like a platform I probably would have deleted all social by now to be honest I would definitely not post as much I try to really have a separate like personal life than my online life and I think I think that is something I actually have done well over the years because I've been online for most of my most of my life like half of my life so far um I always put in these boundaries of like I don't show my relationship with my boyfriend I which I think is huge yeah that's yeah it's huge sometimes I'm like I regret it because that's also the content that does so well but in the in the long run I know it's better for for relationships and like my family um I I don't vlog when I'm like I'm on a family vacation or when I'm home with them like I really try to have these boundaries and I think that that helps a ton with knowing like what habits I'm doing just because they look good on Instagram and what habits I'm doing because they actually are helping me in my life So the next one is this woman knows that her personal life goals are just as important as her career goals, kind of going along with that point. This is something I am teaching myself, myself, especially this year, because I'm so business oriented and like want to grow Dream Daily, want to grow my personal uh, brand and all these things. And I started putting in more goals for my relationships for like sports, getting back into those hobbies that I loved when I was a kid. And it is so fun. I love it. It's like the year of fun. I'm like, I'm going out to the pickleball courts. I'm going figure skating, golfing, like just getting outside and and doing goals and hobbies that are not just career related. I love to hear you say that because I think for so long, I was under the impression that a goal had to be a career goal 
or a yeah. goal had to be a school goal because i think i don't know like in second grade they're like all right set your goals and it's like i want to get an a on the spelling test and you're always kind of focused on like okay how can i elevate for the sake of performance and not really like okay how can i elevate my personal life yeah. so it's like getting in check it's like for the first time in a really long time i journaled like okay i've been single for like almost three years and it's been the best thing ever and i've been like afraid to get into a relationship so for the first time i journaled, i was like I would be okay if the opportunity presented itself. <laughs> like, maybe this year. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> if it's in the cards, like, that's cool. But I'm like, you know, okay, a personal goal would be potentially a relationship. Could be kind of cool. Yeah. You know? Just a little addition to yeah. your amazing life. Already. Right. Exactly. And I agree. I think that honing in on really what you want as a person is so important. Podcasting is incredible. But, like, it's all virtual. Like, it could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. You know, this is kind of an interesting take. But when I was in school, my like the thing that lit me up that got me so excited to get up in the morning to go do my day was my business was Dream Daily and was YouTube. And now doing that full time it and maybe someone out there who does their business full time um, resonates with this. But they kind of took a lot of that excitement out of it because then yeah. it feels like a job, yeah. which I know a lot of people say that when they, you know, make their side hustle, their full time thing is like it now has become a job. Like, yes, I love it. I love to do it, but I needed these little personal parts of my day, like reading. I got into fiction reading, which I had only ever read nonfiction in high school. But at the end of college, I was like, no, I need some fantasy. I need some fiction. I need stories that aren't relating to my life. Um, getting outside, doing sports and hobbies. I now look forward to that in my day, maybe. And my business is just like, oh, this is just the day to day. Like I'm not getting so much self-worth from my business, which I feel like is is actually a really good thing because thing. especially with social media like you can't get your worth from the numbers or the revenue in your business it it fluctuates so much and a lot of it doesn't have to do with actually you it's just the world and the economy and everything so having these little parts of my day that can take me out of it have been so helpful I used to attach so much worth to the follower count or the analytics or like if a podcast episode didn't do as well as I'd hoped it would do, it was so like, it just hurt my feelings, mm -hmm. like straight up just hurt my feelings. But now I've come to terms with the fact that like, this is so separate for me. It's yeah. like being able to differentiate, like this is me as a person and then this is my business and I am not my business. Exactly. That took me so long to learn. I'm still learning it. It's hard. It's, it's so hard. Especially because you pour so much like love and energy into this. It's, mm -hmm. it's so, so hard. Because even though I just said it, it's like a job now, it's more, it's still more than a job. It's my personal brand. It's all the countless hours and all the dollars I spent into Dream Daily. Like, it's a lot. And you have a lot invested in it. But so it does hurt when something maybe doesn't work out. But yeah, you have to also be able to take yourself out of the equation and be like, you know what? At the end of the day, I am still myself, even if everything else went away. And my dad told me that really early on, actually, when I was um, starting with YouTube and like gaining a following. He's like, you need to always just make sure that if everything went away, if YouTube shut down, you weren't making any money from it, you had zero people following you, that you would still be okay. Mm -hmm. Like that you would not feel like a total failure, that you would still have, you know, your personality and your worth. Um, and since as a Christian, which I know you start talking about yeah, your, yeah. your faith and everything yeah. on there, a lot of that also comes from God and finding your worth in God. And that's just something that I'm constantly working on. Yeah. Um, and then this last one kind of goes along with my, my faith journey as well. And it says, this woman knows that God put these dreams in her heart for a reason. Um, 
also growing up, I went to like a Christian school and I had this love for YouTube and social media, which, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I was like, is this something that God wants? Like, am mm. I supposed to be a missionary? You know, I was like 10 years old and I was like, what? Is You're that? having these like <laughs> life plan thoughts. Like what is happening? Right. I'm like, a 10 year old. I'm like, is YouTube from God? <laughs> and then um, I think at the end of the day, I just, I would always tell myself, you know, God puts these dreams in your heart for a reason, mm-hmm. this passion that you have. Um, we are also different in our, in our faith walks and our faith journeys. There's so many different jobs out there and God can use you in any job. And so that's kind of always what I, what I realized is if there's like this ache in your heart to do something and it's still there, even it could, years could pass by, if it's still there, then you know that it's, it's something you're supposed to do and you just got to try it. Has there been something in your life that you're feeling called to do that you just haven't done yet because you're like, Mm, I don't know. I don't I don't want you to like make an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> but like do you have like the itch or like feeling called to like move in any sort of different direction like thinking ahead in maybe the this woman mindset? Oh, that's tough because I feel like for the first time in my life I don't have that because for Ooh, so long okay. so long it was to work for myself like do dream daily start this stationary brand that helps young women you know who who were like myself in high school like driven and want to do all this amazing stuff with their life have all these goals and dreams and teach them like how to actually make that happen and so for so long it was to start that and then I started that and now that I'm doing it I'm kind of looking for that next thing you know it's also the entrepreneur in me I'm like what's next what's next no literally yeah um but I am kind of at a standstill and maybe that's what I need to pray over actually is kind of what is the next step like where do you want me to go God and what what are you looking for me to to pursue next whether that's continuing what I'm doing and just growing it maybe it's something totally different I don't know but that's kind of the fun of it too I love it and that it like you said it is the fun of it because you just don't know and you kind of just have to like see what doors open and yeah. um just see where it takes you what about you is there anything for you honestly I'm so like I'm so like in between two places I feel like Mm. because I'm in a spot where I feel like the podcast is like just getting started but I've also been at this for like four years and so I understand I I know know. you put in the work for years relatively like same timelines and so I'm like okay I've been doing this for four years but I feel like I'm just getting started but I've also been doing this for for four years so like do I like when's when do I stop Mm -hmm. you know but I don't think I should stop anytime soon because I think I'm just getting started but then at the same time I'm like I don't know. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I think like elevating the podcast, this series, the response on the series has been insane. Like I've never seen a more positive response ever. And it's because I think for the first time, I'm not really talking about myself. So I think that's pretty cool. (laughs) You know, I think like, like, like that's which is groundbreaking for a podcast. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, and I think too, like, you know, I have stories intertwined in, in my episodes, but it's not necessarily about me. Mm Um, which I think is really exciting. So I think the podcast is really just kind of like revving up to something bigger and better. And I don't know what that is. I've had on my heart though, to do more of like community based things, but I don't want to have to like charge people. Maybe we can like talk business ideas. I don't want to charge people to like be a part of a community. Like I had this idea to do like a, like a mentorship, but then I'm like, Hey, what am I mentoring people on? Cause like I have a health coach certification and people wanted right. me to bring back health coaching. And I was like, okay, so like maybe I'll do like an, in the 20, you know, spinoff of 80, 20, in the 20 mentorship and do, um, uh, like ha- healthy habit coaching. But then I'm thinking too, like, you know, if you really want to do a healthy habit, like you have to really start with yourself 
and like commit to it and be disciplined and then you know I don't know there's like nothing that I could like sit behind a screen and tell someone like you should do your healthy habit yeah (laughs) you know I know yeah that's tough okay I'm gonna think on this for you thank you I I love thinking actually about new business ideas or like ways to bring in social and personal branding into something tangible or it doesn't even have to be a product but like a service or coaching program okay and I don't know what it looks like I don't want to sell a product because I did I did March once and I hated it which is when I see you like have like your cute boxes and like your tape and stuff I'm like she's absolutely killing it with her (laughs) packaging and her shipping and all of her stuff your website's incredible by the way did you you. do that yourself yes and I was like do I need to upgrade it in the next few months because I showed it I showed it to some people last night because they're like oh who are you interviewing do I know anybody I'm like do you know Hannah and I'm like, look, these are her her products, and they're like, wait, this website's so good. Oh my gosh, this was like a group of pe- so this much. was a group of people. This was a group of dudes, by the way. Okay, this was a group of guys. <laughs> no, like I needed to hear that because I was about to drop a couple hundred dollars on Don't. a new website. No, it's so good. I mean, maybe like if you have like one or two things that you want to mm-hmm. tweak or like copy that needs updating, like that's fine. But it looked, it looks so good. Okay. Thank don't you. don't don't waste your money okay yeah it looks that. really good thank you yeah well I mean with everything you do like every new idea dream daily it's all just figuring it out as you go like that's yeah. what I tell people when they're starting a business I'm like it, entrepreneurship owning a business is just a series of problem solving it's just one problem pops up after the other and you have to figure out what to do next how to move forward it's a lot of googling I started the business without taking any entrepreneurship classes I literally just googled like how to find a paper manufacturer how to start a Shopify like did all that um when I was in school so it's so doable now the internet makes it so easy to kind of take whatever ideas you have which I I just love that um so yeah so thank you that that means a lot because it is a DIY site (laughs) it looks so good I mean we were like talking like wow I wonder like like who she paid to do this yeah so speaking of your website um talk to some of the products that dream daily has been um launching and selling lately yeah so we only have a few products because i try to be very intentional like i said it's just me so i'm also you know being intentional with uh what products come out i talk about with my customers what they want what colors they want next what pages they loved what pages maybe they didn't love and we tweak them with every iteration of each product so the first product is the one I launched when I was in college that I mentioned at the beginning the dream achieve workbook which we have a student version and a post-grad version because I feel like a lot of planners aren't targeted to post-grad which again I struggled a lot those first few months of post-grad and so I wanted to tailor it uh, to that niche as well and so that's a six-month undated planner and goal-setting workbook in one. It has pretty much everything. Like, if you're, like, starting from ground zero and you're like, Hannah, Lily, how do I get my life together? Like, the workbook is for you. For anyone who needs coaching on healthy habits, get a workbook. It has how to achieve (laughs) habits in there. It has a habit tracker every month. It has a budget tracker every month, content calendar. It has everything you need. Um, And then the journal was the next big product launch, the Dreamer Journal. So it's mainly a blank-lined journal that you can use however you see fit. But it does have a few pages at the beginning that help get you started with journaling. It gives you some, uh, like, two pages of prompts that you can pick and choose from for when maybe you're having writer's block one day or you're just getting started and you're like, I don't know what to write about every morning in my journal. You can start there. Um, And so I wanted to create something that was versatile for people who had never picked up a journal. And for those who maybe have used something like the five-minute journal and they're like, okay, I feel prepared. I want something that just is open and blank pages that allows me to take it where I need to go. And then the newest planner is the Daily Planner. This launched um, 
in November of 2023. And this is a way to simplify your schedule. So I wanted something that for me now, like I feel like I've moved past the workbook where I don't need, you know, all of those pages to teach me how to put in my routines. I kind of just wanted a place where I could plan my whole day on one page. So that's what the daily planner does. It has your habits, your priorities, your to-do list, your gratitude, intention, time blocking, all on one page. And that's also six months long and undated. So you can pick it up whenever and start it whenever. And you're also not wasting paper if you like don't use a planner on the weekends or you even skip a month of using a planner. You're not wasting that paper. You can jump right back into it. So those are the three like main products. Then we have a few little accessories and things. And I want to do some merch and stuff down the line. That's been a big, maybe something I need to talk to you about (laughs) is the clothing side. Oh my gosh. I merch i did not like it okay did not like it don't talk to me about merch because i'm not the person to go to (laughs) i'm not the person to go i could give you all the things not to do okay that helps that's even more helpful yeah i could give you the not to do list but i can't give you any good recs okay um so for people who want to check out dream daily where can they find your products yeah so the website is shopdreamdaily.com. check it out for yourself let me know if you have any tweaks you can (laughs) you can let me know the website looks good (laughs) everyone tell hannah that the website looks good thanks um and then the socials are also shop dream daily on tiktok and instagram my personal stuff is hannah ashton so that's my youtube channel uh, TikTok and Instagram is Miss Hannah Ashton, and those are those where people can find me. My DMs are always open. Emails on there. You can reach out to me. However, yeah, love it. Before we go, we're gonna do a couple hot seat rapid fire questions. Okay. So, don't think too hard about these. Okay. I'll try. Okay. Favorite song on repeat right now. Oh, you start out with such a hard one. What's like your go-to like when you get in the car like you're like this one? I listen to podcasts. Okay, okay. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, okay. But okay, okay. It pretty much is so basic. Anything Taylor Swift. Like I I am not someone who tries out new music, which is a shame for living in Nashville. Um, I really didn't fit in at Belmont in that regard. Um, I like what I like. Do you like country? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I love country. Okay. Oh, you know what? Like a good jazz playlist. I love yeah, like I just some classic jazz, jazz. I will put that on every morning when I'm getting ready and stuff love it that's such a like chill way to get ready it's the best honestly sometimes i feel like music without words is the way to go because mm-hmm. i think too much already and i don't need more words in my head yeah okay uh favorite day of the week in college and stuff i'd probably say mondays because i was ready to get after it okay and now um probably like sunday i because that's the day i mainly rest love it recharge uh, not on my phone as much. Get outside, that kind of thing. Look at that mindset shift. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's changed a lot. Love it. Uh, when do you feel most inspired? I think when I'm doing an event, so taking like business and community into one, kind of talking about how I would always feel really lonely in business. But when I put on an event, like an influencer event or a blogger event or just something for like customers or community, it is the most blissful feeling. It's so amazing. It's a lot of stress to set up, but then once I'm at the event and I'm meeting customers in real life or people who follow me online in real life, like it is just the most inspiring thing and it reminds me why I do what I do every day and I just can't wait for the next event that, that I can do um, to feel that again. Love it. Um, what is the most worn item in your closet? Honestly, I've had this leather jacket for a year and so I cute. wear it all the times from Zara. And took it to Europe, and it was the biggest jacket I had in April, and it was actually freezing, and so it got a lot of lot of wear in Europe. Love it. Super cute. Uh, last movie that made you cry? I'll say a show. 
Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my family, we've been watching The Gilded Age okay. on HBO Max. I love TV shows. I love movies. I love books. Like, I, that is how I just connect at night is I spend a lot of time with that. Um, and I pretty much cry at every, any show, but um, that one's been a cute one. What's your go-to coffee shop here in Nashville? I'm going to give a shout-out to one that is not very trendy. It's not very on the map, and it's called The Loading Dock. And it is just a really good vibe. They have lots of plants. The baristas are always super, super nice. Um, Nashville has a plethora of coffee shops, and they're all amazing. And I can never get to all of the new ones or all of them. It's just so fun to try them out. But I'll give the Loading Dock um, a shout-out if you're, if you're okay. in town. Check it loading out. Loading Dock. Have to check it out. My last question, I ask this to all of my guests. The average age of my listener is 22. So if you could go back and tell your 22-year-old self one piece of advice, what would you tell her? I'm 24 now, so I still feel like I'm 22, but um, I would say just to take it one day at a time and keep putting in the work, kind of going back to what we talked about. You've been doing podcasting for four years. I've been doing YouTube for, I don't know, 12, 13 years, and you just have to keep showing up every day, and it may not seem like you're getting really far, and that's tough when we live in an age where everything seems like it's an easy overnight success. Um, social media definitely can do that to you, but you just have to put in the the daily work. You know, wake up a little bit earlier to work on that goal. Do it before you go to bed. Make some time on your weekends if it means a lot to you, and just just keep going. Take it day by day. Love it. That's such good advice. Thank you, Hannah, so much for joining me on the show today. Such a pleasure to have you. Such an awesome time to actually meet you in person. I know. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I can't believe this is the first time we I know. met in person. Wild. It's been so fun. Thank you so, so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Absolutely. You're welcome back anytime. I'll have all of Hannah's socials linked in the show notes. Be sure to check out Dream Daily. Um, that is all I have for you guys today. I hope that you have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you next week. See ya.